hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm sitting here in like that weird spring chilly morning when the sun is like super bright and feels warm but then the breeze is really chilly that's my current situation and my candles lit I have my coffee I was snuggling with the puppy while reading and doing my morning routine a minute ago um, but I wanted to record this for you while it was fresh so here we are this is going to be released kind of in the middle of this COVID-19, this coronavirus thing that's going on here in the world. I keep wanting to say, like, act like it's only here in the States, but it's obviously happening all over the world. It started everywhere else first, too. And don't don't worry, like, don't turn this off. I'm not going to sit here and, and talk about the statistics, um, you know, death rates, what you should and shouldn't be doing, any of those things. What I'd like to really do is talk about a few things Um, offer some perspective shifts on your current reality, what a lot of our current realities are, and then bring home some really important things that you can utilize into your life right now that will keep you on track and that will help you make the most of your situation and really see the opportunity as well as the positives where we can. Because you guys, I'm sure by now know that I'm a firm believer in what you focus on, you attract more of. And I think that if the more we can focus on the positives, not ignore the reality and the negatives, because obviously they're happening, but do our best to focus on the positives and be able to take this opportunity to be better. I think that that in itself raises the overall vibration of the world and really helps in ways that we probably can't even grasp the depth of how much that can help. So grab a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you enjoy and kick back if you can and let's let's have a conversation. I want this to feel, or my intention is for this to feel really good and to be, like I said, offer a perspective shift. I watched this video the other day, yesterday I think maybe it was. I don't know about you guys, but my days, just in general for years now, my days get all mixed together, but even more so now than before. (laughs) And so I forget when I did what, but um, I watched this video. What is her name? Like something Jenkins. I don't know. I'll find the link and I'll put it below. But she did this thing about the mood swings that she's experiencing during quarantine. And I just, I laugh so hard. So I don't have kids. I have my dogs and um, Tony, who is, if you've ever met him, can potentially be quite a child, not in the sense of immaturity, but just in the sense of he's he's a handful a lot of times. But so even if you don't have kids, watch the video because 
it is hilarious. And I was like, wow, I'm pretty sure that that's so fucking accurate. I don't even know what to say. But just like feeling all of these random emotions, like one minute you're like, this isn't that big of a deal. And then the next minute you're like, why is no one staying in the house? Why does nobody take this seriously? And just like, it's just, it's pretty funny, like the range of the emotions. But I want to talk about the actual psychology behind a lot of what we're experiencing right now, what a lot of us are experiencing right now, and the good, the bad, and all of the things in between, right? So (laughs) you guys really should watch that video. I laughed so hard. It was hilarious. And I think right now, one of the biggest things you can do for yourself is allow yourself to find joy. Okay, this wasn't on my list, but we're going to talk about it. So my massage therapist, I've been seeing her for several years, and she is so versed on, man, I can't even, I could talk for two hours about all the things that I've learned from her specifically, Um, but she does neuromuscular massage. She is very detailed or very knowledgeable in many, many things, energy related, magic, herbalism, like just lots of beautiful things. It's no doubt that she and I connected for a reason. Anyway, so one of the things that she was talking about when this first started and we people were first talking about, you know, needing to boost our immune systems and stay healthy um, was the vagus, vagus nerve. Look that up. I'll note it below too, but that nerve, it runs, it's like the longest nerve in our body and it runs completely down our spine. It touches every organ, every major organ in our body. And she was talking about ways to keep it healthy because it boosts your immune system and it um, helps keep your stress levels lower. And it's things, you know, like massage therapy and stretching your neck, doing slow, steady stretches, but even things like laughing and having joy, finding joy, um, quiet, like these different things that you can do that we think are just like, I know you, maybe you guys don't, but I know some people are like, okay, Jamie, like finding the joy, slow down, meditation, breathing. And they think I'm just being a hippie. But the truth is, is like, this is what our bodies were built to run off of, you know, community and quiet and listening to our bodies and the mind body connection and breathing, like breathing is our ultimate soothing. Like we can self self soothe from a young age um, simply by breathing and we, we take it for granted and we overlook it and we think we look for all these other things that could potentially heal us or make us feel better. Um, and just breathing and having like stopping what you're doing and taking some deep breaths can ultimately bring you back into a different state of mind. But anyways, so look up that nerve. It's definitely something to keep in mind. Um, there are, I'll list them below. There are more benefits and things that you can do to keep that feeling real good and um you know keeping your immunity in a good place besides you know just sleeping well which is a big thing eating well drinking lots of water and taking your vitamins like those are the things you know when this first came out like that was the number one thing everyone was talking about on the news and things like that like I don't watch the news but I have parents who watch the news obsessively and so I know what's going on in the news because they tell me about it (laughs) and I was over there a couple weeks ago dropping some stuff off to them and uh and was watching the news and I was like man what a perspective does it give you when you realize that the news has to remind people to take care of themselves, has to tell you what you should be eating 
and how much you should be sleeping and how important it is that you're taking good care of your body. Like these aren't things that we do as a society very much naturally. It's not something that we make a priority. Um, the majority doesn't make it a priority. I'm not going to encompass everyone, obviously, because you guys know that I, I don't do that. Um, I do make it a priority and I think a lot of you do too. But it was very eye-opening to me to realize how many people really didn't or haven't, you know, and they didn't realize like, oh, you know, sleeping well and drinking enough water and taking care of my body in that way really can increase my immune system, increase my um, health and wellness and my mental state. You know, I was having a conversation yesterday on a laser session with someone and we were talking about depression and anxiety and, you know, some coping mechanisms that she can use. And after an hour and a half of talking, she admitted to me that she doesn't eat very much during the day. She maybe eats once a day. And I'm like, girl, your body is screaming at you to give it some nutrients Like we can't function without these essential things. And I mean, I've learned this the hard way because I have like, I have a really hard time. Not now. I'm good. Better now. But for most of my life, I had a hard time keeping food down. I was constantly nauseous. And I've talked about this a little bit in the past, but so I get it. Um, But I can tell you that forcing for many years, I forced myself and now we're to a different level of, of the experience, but we're forcing is no longer necessary, but the nutrients and the hydration are game changers. Like if you're suffering from depression or anxiety and you're not eating well, um, you're not helping yourself at all. It really does impact it so much. Um, I could tell you several stories specifically just around anxiety and your blood sugar um, that I just, it's been my reality for so many years that I know how much it can affect your mental state and like your ability to process emotions. Um, and it's, it's real guys. So anyway, I'll jump off that soapbox for a minute and get back to what I was wanting to talk about. Um, but so the thing that I believe is very beautiful about what's going on right now, the beautiful part, um, again, I'm not downplaying. I know how serious this is. I do go back and forth between being very aggravated of other people not taking it seriously. Um, or doing their part to lessen the chances of spread and things like that. But regardless, I think there's a lot of beauty that's coming out of this. Like we've seen a lot of, you know, the reports about nature, the pollution levels down, things like that, which is amazing and divinely guided, I do believe, which that's another conversation for another day. But this is an opportunity for all of us to slow down. And reevaluate what's going on in our lives and what's important to us and how we're functioning as human beings. Um, I think that if you look back over the last couple of weeks, you know, there was the panic, the like initial panic of like hoarding and buying all of the things for no reason, not thinking it through at all and buying like obnoxious amounts of things that you don't really need. Um, That was vast across our country. And when you look at that state of mind, it's fear-based, obviously, but it's also a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of control. Um, And it, it was just, it was really interesting to see that happen. But I think what goes on, what we realize is, is that we didn't know what to do. And this is something that a lot of us don't, a lot of us, a lot of people, the majority of people do go through the motions. So they're not thinking about, you know, what happens if their normal routine gets 
twisted. What happens if the one girl, you know, if a grocery store doesn't have what they need? Like people aren't thinking about those things. Um, the majority aren't ever thinking about them. I, for one, have been processing the um, phrase warrior in the garden for several years, which means that I do think about that stuff. I am very prepared about what I would do and making sure I have skills and things like that to have food and all of that. But I had this epiphany moment the other day, a couple weeks ago, I guess at this point, but where I was like, oh my God, I can only imagine being someone who can't cook. When everybody was saying the world is closing down and you can't go to any restaurants and and then they go into the store and their favorite foods are gone, but the only like all the frozen foods and pre, the pre-prepped foods are gone and the only options you have are meat and perishable items like fresh fruit and eggs and milk and grain and things like that. If you didn't know how to cook in that moment, like holy shit. I can only imagine the amount of panic that you had. And I I wholeheartedly feel for whomever was in that situation in that moment because I can only imagine the pure like freak out that occurred and like totally understandable. I do hope that I wrote about this on Instagram, I think. I do hope that if that was you that you took the opportunity and realized that you have so much information at your fingertips. And now you have some space and time and you use that to learn how to cook and learn how to feed yourself. And I hope that you found comfort in that because it is comforting when you can learn new skills and you can learn new things like that. It occupies your mind. It's rewarding. And it's just a different type of self-confidence too. So anyway, I hope that that's what you found from it. And if not, then I suggest that you do a little Googling, a little YouTubing, a little Pinteresting, call your aunt or your grandma or your friend and ask them how to cook and try it out. It is a a valuable life skill if you do not have it. And um, I think we've been shown that more now than ever. So instead of being mad because your mom didn't teach you how to cook or you didn't have a mom to teach you how to cook or whatever, like take this as an opportunity to learn something new. So that's what I mean by the slowing down thing. We are in a unique situation where we've had the opportunity to slow down and look around for the first time in a really long time. We've started, we were forced to do this, which makes a lot of people really angry. Um, And for a lot of reasons, there's a lot of reasons because again, there's not a whole lot of fact and fiction conversations happening in people's minds. They're believing propaganda or, you know, fake news or, oh my God, I don't know what to do, you know, but now I'm told I can't leave my house and that's unacceptable because I'm a free American and I can do whatever the fuck I want, right? This is a lot of people's state of mind. It's just, it's the same thing when like (laughs) I have clients come to me when they leave their like corporate jobs and they're, they're like rebelling so hard against having a schedule in their entrepreneur life. They're like, no, I left this structure for a reason they like rebel against it for quite a while most of the time until they realize that like hi this is actually super necessary and it's not anybody trying to you know tell me I'm a bad girl and that I have to stick to this routine instead this is like the best way to thrive you know but it's a similar concept like we just as humans the majority of the time we are like no you're not going to tell me what to do you know we, we don't enjoy that but there's so there's a lot of things going on around that feeling of feeling forced. You know, I, I have this article and I'll share the article below actually um, that I read um, that was written by I believe it was the Harvard Business News or something. But 
it was talking with a psychologist who is a specialist in grief. And he was talking about how all of the feelings that most of us are going through right now are different stages of grief. And um, if you know much about that, I'm not going to go super into detail because I'm not an expert at it. Um, You can read the article and I think it would be really beneficial for you. Um, I think it would be beneficial for everyone. And basically talks about these different stages of grief and like these emotions that we don't understand of feeling like the normal is gone and now we don't know what to do. Like the life that we knew is no longer normal or no longer there. And so we're grieving the um, the loss of that, which comes with anger and frustration and aggravation and sadness and overwhelm. And then you get to the level of acceptance where you're like, okay, here's what's actually happening. How can I make the best of it? How can I do this? So, But something that I want to note in that area is that If you're feeling really uneasy because of not being at work or not having your normal schedule, I want you to understand that some of that is because a lot of us are going through the motions. Um, We all we have someone telling us what to do all the time, meaning the majority. You know, you go to work and you're told what you need to do. Right? You have a list of things you need to do. You know where you need to go. You need to pick up your kids at this time. Like you have, like you're. Again, this is probably not something you want to swallow, but you're being told what to do most of the time. And so now there's the added bonus of like, hey, wow, okay, no one's telling me what to do other than stay home. I don't know what to do with that. And so there's this level of boredom and aggravation. But the biggest thing that also comes is there's when we're going through the motions and we're not slowing down ever, um, we're not even conversating with the other people who live in our house, we're not acknowledging that our neighbors even exist, like we don't spend a lot of quality time with our families on a daily basis. Maybe you think, you know, Saturday afternoon is your quality time. You're being forced to do that a little differently now. And what that shows you, though, is when you slow down and you're not constantly in the hustle and bustle. A lot of us are facing emotions that we may have been avoiding for years. So you may have now be, you know, sitting here thinking about things or noticing things that maybe are really uncomfortable. And I don't want you to feel like you need to avoid them anymore because that's not healthy for anyone. It actually creates more stress. It creates more distance. It creates depression. It creates a lot of bad, bad things. Um, The best thing that we can do is to acknowledge the emotions that we're feeling especially right now, talk about them, write about them in a journal and then burn the paper if you don't want anybody to see it or throw it away. Um, but acknowledging that, you know, that may be a big piece of, of the uncomfortable feeling that a lot of people are feeling. So if you are not experiencing these things, I'm telling you this specifically for two reasons. Either you are maybe experiencing some of these things, you've not talked about them or you don't fully understand what they are, or you have people in your life that are experiencing these things. And I think it's important that we take our time to understand each other and give ourselves a little perspective of what other people's experiences might be. It allows us to be better humans. It allows us to be more empathetic and it overall makes every everything a better situation. But I wanted to talk about the whole no one's telling us what to do right now thing. So we're, we're at home and even those of us who are still going to work, like there's still a lot of change, right? The normal is no longer a thing, what we thought was normal. And I think it's a beautiful thing because what we were living as normal, it wasn't working for the planet, for human beings in general, everyone, you know, the depression rate so high and obesity rates so high and just unhappiness, divorce rates, 
all of these things, suicide rates, like all these things are so high. Like it's obvious that the way we were doing quote unquote normal was not working for anyone anywhere in any situation. So we now have the beautiful opportunity to, to change a lot of this. But when you have that like feeling, a lot of people have been talking about being bored and it does come. I asked a friend of mine, I said, I don't understand, you know, how people are bored. And her response was really, it might sting. So stick with me here. But that's what she said. She was like, I go, I don't understand how people are so bored. And she was like, well, honey, a lot of people are used to being told what to do every day. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's a great point. See, like I make I I don't go through that space anymore, but I used to. So I get it. And and I think that's a really like humbling thing to acknowledge. But I also want you to take this as like really fucking liberating, dude. Like you're in this beautiful situation where you're able to recreate what you want things to be like for yourself and how you want to contribute to your family, to your community, to the world. And I think it's a really, really cool opportunity. So I want to talk about a few things that are really important right now that you can do to really keep yourself grounded because there are a lot of emotions flying. There's a lot of things and unknowns right now. And anybody who suffers from anxiety, but even people who don't are getting anxiety right now because of all of the unknowns. Like we have no idea how long we're going to be on restrictions. We have no idea how much worse it's going to get or better it's going to get when any of that's going to happen, when people are going back to work. Like we don't know a lot of things right now. But guess what? You can't control those things. What you can control is you. You can control what you're doing, what you're thinking, how you're contributing, how you're handling the space and time. And that is a really beautiful gift. When you can acknowledge and accept the self-responsibility of the part you get to play in the world and how no one else has control over that but you, it's a shift because you can't control what's going on everywhere else, but you can control what you're doing. You can control, like we've talked about in, in past episodes, you can control whether you're adding to the problem or you're part of the solution right? And you might feel really helpless right now, but being part of the solution is adhering to the restrictions. It is making the most of this and being coming out on the other side as a better human being. And so that's a really, really cool opportunity that we all have is to acknowledge those things. So some things that you can do right now to find joy for yourself is number one, like slowing down, like allowing yourself to slow down and notice the things around you. Like take inventory of the things that you have in your home. The fact that you have a home is a huge privilege. The fact that you have the opportunity to go buy food is a huge privilege. So taking that, like an inventory of the things around you and being really grateful for those things is a great place to start and find joy um, in those. But like, you know, even in the shows you're watching, the books you're reading, the things you're engaging with on social media, like be intentional with those choices that you're making. If all you're watching is shows about killing people, then you're not going to have a really great quarantine experience because your mind's going to be in that space, you know? So be smart about what you're consuming. And if you're feeling depressed and angry, like don't watch a depressed and angry movie, bro. Like put on something that's going to make you laugh. Like put on freaking Happy Gilmore, or something that you know is like a tried and true going to make you laugh and make you smile. Um, but a lot of us, again, we don't think about those things um, and make those decisions intentionally. So 
that's something that I think is a really beautiful thing to take away from this experience is that you have the ability to choose. So like boredom is a choice. Choosing to learn something new is a choice that's going to bring you joy, that's going to feel productive, that's going to feel rewarding. And right now, those are the choices we need to be making because we don't want to add to the any of the bad feelings that we're having. You know, the bad feelings are going to be there because this shit is real, right? But we want to add to the good in our own in our own world as much as we can. And so paying attention to those choices is a big deal. Like get creative, you know? And a lot of you who have kids, man, like what a beautiful opportunity. I know they're driving you crazy. I get it. I get it. I do. But at the same time, like you have a really cool opportunity to connect with them on a different level, teach them things, spend time together that you don't get to spend most of the time. Like they're going to remember this shit, guys. Like I can tell you that I remember moments when, you know, all a lot of moments of quality time with my family way more than I remember anything bad. So you have to remember like this is making a giant impact in a good way on your kids. Um, but anyway, like that's what I was going to say next is like this is a great opportunity to connect with yourself um, with the planet because that is the ultimate like medicine is going outside and breathing, taking some deep breaths on your patio or whatever, standing in the sun, going for a walk, those types of things. And then the relationships, connecting with the relationships that are important and that are not toxic. Like now is the time to only be choosing people who really matter to you. People who really, it's not that they matter to you is probably not the right term here. I mean like people who it's a, it's a, a give and give. It's a win-win situation, right? It's one that's lifting you up and you're lifting them up. It's a good balance. It's a good exchange. So having those types of relationships be your focus right now is going to nurture you. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to make them feel good. And connecting, you have the time and the space to slow down enough to do that, to hear these thoughts that you have and understand you know, what's going on in your head and take this opportunity to create a plan or create more space and capacity. You know, Go back and listen to my mindset podcast. I'll link it below and you can um, really start to hone in on that practice. But so a few things that we're going to go a little over our normal time probably today because I want to give you like, what do I have? One, two, three, four, five specific things that I have been going through with my clients um, that I have been talking a lot about on social media that I have been doing myself even more than I normally would because I know that given the knowledge of what's happening, but also the knowledge of human behavior and psychology and mindset and energy and all those things, this these are the most key component things to keep us operating to the best of our ability and to really thrive as much as we can in this given situation. And so the first thing is keeping a routine. So I made a video like five years ago when I first started working at home that's called, if you want to be productive, put on some pants. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Um, and I always reference it because it's super freaking accurate because the truth is, is like, if you're staying in your pajamas all day, you're not going to feel good. Like maybe Saturday afternoon or maybe whatever Saturday, but like Monday through Friday, if all you're doing is staying in your pajamas, you're not going to feel good. Do I mean you need to get up and put on a suit or put on your jeans? No. I get up and put leggings on usually almost every day, um, at least. Sometimes I have sweatpants, but they're at least like 
literally like real pants. They're not my pajama pants or the pant or something I slept in. You know, I get up, take a shower, get dressed, put on clothes, hair and makeup. I don't always do makeup depending upon my day, but I get up and I get ready for the day. And that has been one of the ultimate game changers in my entire experience of working from home and running my own business um, and having no like place to go outside of my home if I don't want to. Um, That is a big key component game changer is understanding that getting up and getting ready shifts your perspective in your head. Like you're going to probably, you're going to feel lazy, disconnected, unmotivated, um, more of those depressed anxiety feelings when you're literally crawling out of bed um, and not ever changing clothes, washing your face, taking a shower, those types of things. So keeping a routine is important. Um, a morning routine is my my jam. Like that's something that I literally believe in the power of more than anything else, I think. But it's getting up, you know, at the same time, doing the same things, um, getting ready, like I said, and doing something like using that opportunity that you have now, like maybe a lot of us complain that we don't have the time in the mornings to do the things we want to do, like work out or stretch or read a book or journal or do morning ritual, like whatever it is. Well, now guess what? You have the time. So there's no excuse and it will literally alter your existence. Like it will impact you in such a positive way. The ripple effect from keeping a routine is so big. It impacts everything. But specifically in this given situation, it impacts your mental state and your mood and your emotions um, in a really big and positive way. So I really highly suggest doing that. Um, The other thing I wanted to suggest is unplugging a lot. So (laughs) I run an internet-based business. So I have had to keep really, really clear boundaries with the social media specifically because it's so easy to get caught up in. And I've talked to you guys before about like the unfollow button. Like I don't have negative shit on my newsfeed or anything like that. But the truth is, is that you, especially right now, um, for me, I've been feeling really pulled a lot more because there's been so much more of a need for the kind of conversations that I have, which I'm so grateful to have with people. But at the same time, like I have to unplug more because I can't see, it's just too much. It's become, it was draining me in such a big way that I had to increase my disconnect time. So I really wanted to make a note here that when I mean unplug, I mean like put your phone away, like put it away, put it away, put it away. Scrolling aimlessly, mentally, emotionally is not great for us and and in general, but it's an energy suck. And you like how many times you need to see the same fucking meme or the same, you know, God knows what type of news broadcast that's being being put out there. Like how many times you need to see somebody crying or happy or or whatever. So it's really just important to give yourself a fucking technology break, dude. On a normal day it is, but even more so right now, it's a huge deal because you could easily get lost in in that all day long and and I'm no wonder you would feel unaccomplished and you would feel negative and you would feel unhappy and you'd feel no fucking joy at all even though maybe some people are sharing some really happy things to the end of the day it's not helping you to constantly have that phone in your hand so turn it off you know you know I don't turn mine off I'll be very honest I do not turn mine off I put it away I put it in the closet a lot and I have my do not disturb on so if any of my people call I can you know it'll ring through but it's a huge game changer to not have your phone in your hand on a normal experience, but even more so now because there's so much content and so much stuff coming out. Um, 
that it's just extremely important and it allows you to breathe. It allows you some space to breathe and to put your mind onto something else. The other thing that I wanted to note specifically is a lot of us right now are feeling like we're being really unproductive or we're, we're not giving ourselves enough credit for the things that we are doing um, simply because life is a little different right now. So there's something that I give because I am a serial overachiever and I work on that daily um, of having like unrealistic expectations of myself. And so I use, I do have task lists. I have lots and lots of lists everywhere, but my most important list for the day is my accomplishments list. And what that is, is me writing down all the things that I have done. Like I stop several times a day and write down all the things I just did, especially when I look at the time and I'm like, oh crap, it's already noon or oh, it's already two. And I'm like, I didn't get anything done. It's like, hold on a minute. Yes, you did. Like what all have you done today? And I write that shit down, like everything from up on time, took a shower, made the bed, breakfast with Bonnie, like that kind of shit, like cleaned the house, did the dishes, answered six emails, like blah, 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 blah. Like these are all things that you are doing. And the majority of the time we're doing a lot of things that aren't on our list and we don't acknowledge it. So instead we're, we're beating ourselves up about not being productive or being lazy or being, you know, not doing enough. You know, it's, it's an inherent thing, especially in women, I know a lot of men feel this way too, but especially in women where we never feel like we're enough, we never feel like we're doing enough, nothing is enough, and it's just, dude, it's freaking overwhelming. And so this is a really great tool. I call it my celebration list, my accomplishments list, whatever you want to call it, but specifically, I write down all of the things that I do, and the nice part is is that it gives me permission to slow down even more you know, if I get tired to stop, if I'm this, you know, feeling distanced to plug back in, like whatever it is, it gives me a great perspective. It's black and white. It's right in front of your face, um, especially when you're not in an office with anyone, right? You know, if you're used to being at work, like this is a great tool to keep you on track, but also keep you in check of not being so damn hard on yourself and acting like you're not getting anything done. So the last thing I wanted to do was again, like take an up, take this as an opportunity to have some fun, be creative. Like I made jam. Yes, I made jam the other night (laughs) because I've been taking the responsibility of, I have been working really hard over the past like year or so to reduce my waste as much as I can. Like, you know, buying reusable things, not having plastic in the house, like things like that. But when you live alone, sometimes it's difficult with food. And so I've been working on different ways to freeze things and stuff like that. But lately, I'm like, I'm not, first of all, I have so much freaking fruit in the freezer that I just was like, I cannot freeze any more of these berries and bananas. I have to find something else to do with them. And so instead of letting them go bad, I turned them into bread. Like I made banana bread and then I had this big thing of kiwi. I had been eating kiwi for like two weeks and I was just like, dude, I can't fucking eat any more kiwi, right? So I turned it into jam. I've never jam- made jam in my life, but I did a little research um, and figured out what I needed. And I had all of the things in my house. It's actually really simple. Um, and I had canning. I had bought canning um, jars like years ago and just used them for odd things, but never actually like legit canned, like the process, you know? And so I did the research on how to do that. It got really clear on what I needed to do. And I made jam. I made kiwi jam and berry, like blackberry jam, and both of them are freaking delicious, and I'm quite thrilled with it. But it's so, and it, so it sounds really silly, but it was really fun for me. It was really fun. It was something different. It was 
it was just a different place to put my energy and it felt really good because I knew that I was utilizing all of the supplies and things that I had in my house instead of wasting anything, especially given like the current situation. I feel like we all have a responsibility to be grateful and utilize the gifts and the things that we have versus wasting them. Um, And so anyways, like that's not made to make you feel bad by any means, but like it's definitely just something to think about, you know? But how many things do you have that you can do in the house? Like as far as projects, like open that drawer you haven't opened in a month or a long time, clean out the closet, like go take inventory of all the stuff that you do have. Um, This is all a great time to get creative, you know, go paint something if you want to or whatever. There's so many ideas and there's so many things. And if you don't know what to do, get on Pinterest and say, I have, you know, a box of toilet paper rolls. <laughs> this is like random, but, <laughs> and what can I do with these, you know, with my kids and come up with some, some projects. Like I've seen a lot of my friends like painting the windows with their kids and stuff like that. And, um, just doing things that are creative, that are causing you to, to think outside of the box of thoughts and focus that you've been in for a long time. Now is the time to do that. So as far as these two, th- these two last things, I really just wanted simply to note is that if you are feeling more depressed than normal, I challenge you to move. What I mean by that is I challenge you to get up and walk into the other room or step outside or, you know, wash the dishes or do something. Even if it's the last thing you feel like doing, do one thing and then the next day do it again and then the next day do it again and understanding that depression is a thing and but you don't have to do it alone and you also don't need to hide it because it's nothing to be ashamed of and it's also something that you can really help move through by doing things um i don't mean that it goes away or that this is going to heal it by any means but like it really helps and i'm speaking from experience to get up and do something um the more you sit in it the bigger it gets the foggier it gets. Um, and as far as anxiety goes, like again, that self-soothing thing for breathing, like breathing deep breaths, like in for four counts, holding it for two and literally blowing out all of the air. Like so many times we exhale and we don't exhale all of the air that's in us. And if we're doing that, man, it shifts your entire nervous system. Um, so breathing that way is big. And then also doing your best to focus on what you can control and letting go of what you can't, which is not always easy, but it is possible. And maybe you tell yourself that a hundred times a day and that's okay. Um, But I want you guys to be well. Like overall, I want you to be well, drink your water, get your sleep, watch good nourishing things that are making you happy, Um, not things that are making you more angry or more sad. Um, have conversations with each other, look each other in the face, play board games. Me and Tony played Monopoly the other night for like four hours and it was amazing. We had so much fun and he does not sit still well. So it was, a, uh, it was really cool to do. And I kicked his ass. Don't worry. <laughs> I literally, I did. He was not happy about it because he's like, apparently I'm a Monopoly genius and I totally whooped up on him. Um, it was really good. Okay. Really quick story. So... <laughs> I believe in the power of intention and like in manifestation in those kind of moments. And so 
there was, you know, how when you go and you like do all the community chess things or whatever they're called and you pay the things, the money goes in the middle and you get the money from the middle if you land on free parking. Well, no one had landed on free parking for like two hours. And so there was like over, there was like $2,000 in the middle. And I saw that I was like, I don't know, six or eight spots from free parking. And I looked at him and I said, I'm going to land on free parking. And like, I believed it hard and I rolled and I got the exact number landed on free parking. And he goes, that's fucked up. And I was like, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, this is why you don't play board games with witches. That's what he It was super funny. And then the rest of the game, he was trying to like mind, like he was trying to control the dice with his mind. It was quite entertaining. But anyway, there's my funny story for the, for, for the podcast. So overall theme here is that do your best to look at the positive things. Slowing down is a good thing. Slowing down and reevaluating life is a great thing. And this is a beautiful opportunity for us to return to what it means to be a human being, to remember that, you know, we're all in this together. We're all, we're creatures of community and of connection and it's important, um, So use this beautiful thing called the internet to connect with people in a positive way and, um, and support one another and love one another and notice your neighbors and be mindful of the other humans in the world. Um, also there's a lot of entertainers doing free concerts and there's just a lot of really cool things happening in the way people are showing up for each other right now. And I welcome you to really take advantage of those things and be grateful for them because you know there's been several times in history where we've all been where the human population has been quarantined and a lot of those times they didn't have tv they didn't have fucking power you know they didn't have running water they didn't have grocery stores like they had no way to connect with anyone other than the people that lived in their home and like by looking out the window you know um so we're really privileged and lucky to have the things that we do you know there are also even places in the in the world right now that don't have the things that we do that are suffering from high trying to um or struggling i should say with trying to maintain this so we just need to give ourselves some perspective and be grateful for what we have um and then just grow and allow ourselves to grow like the only the thing that will make me the saddest is that when this is all over if everything just goes right back and people don't learn because that would suck because this is such a beautiful time for us to learn. Anyway, that is where we're going to call it. We're going to we're going to stop right there. I hope that this was nurturing for you and that was helpful and that was feel good and it made you maybe gave you some ideas or some things that you could you can do with your quarantine life, you know. If you guys have any questions or you want to chat or you want to know what's going on or maybe, you know, you're looking for a resource, please feel free to message me or email me. I mean, there's my email addresses listed below. On social media, I have been going live daily on Facebook and several times a week on Instagram. I've also been hosting live virtual hangouts for free on Friday mornings. So pay attention to that and jump in on some community, guys. Like, allow yourself to to connect with people. It's not scary. Um, and it's okay. Like that's what we're all here for. And so plugging into things that make you feel good is a great idea right now. So I highly suggest doing those things, slowing down, hug your people, breathe some fresh air and take care of yourselves. 
As always, if you enjoy this podcast and feel like it could benefit other people, I would really appreciate it if you would share it. That always is like the biggest, makes my heart very happy. If you share it on social media, tag me um, and use the hashtag lifestyle creation. And um, I just appreciate it so much. Getting the message out in front of as many people as we can is ultimately happens when you guys help me do that by sharing it and leaving reviews and subscribing and things like that. So thank you in advance. And for those of you who are still here and listening, I love you. And I'm sending so much love to all of you, no matter what time it is when you're listening to this, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what your situation is, know that I hold space for you guys. I really, really do. And I send that love and that joy your way in any way that I can. So thank you for being here. Have a beautiful rest of your day, guys, and I will talk to you later.